Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale, Original 16. Official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be of legal drinking age, no purchase necessary. Welcome to the Flames postgame live uh, brought to you by Original 16 as we uh, talked about uh, a two-game homestand starting here tonight, the Vancouver Canucks in town, and uh, it is a, a shootout victory for the Canucks who uh, walk away or skate away with a 4-3 win here tonight over the Calgary Flames. Uh, Brendan Parker alongside Corey Sarich as we uh, bring you inside this Original 16 postgame show, and maybe just uh, let's kind of talk about, well, first of all, it's it's getting late. Yeah, it is. Overtime shootout too. Well, you knew eight twenty puck drop. You knew eight twenty puck drop that yeah. we were going to get the full gamut. Yeah, we, were we wanted get it all. We wanted to make sure uh, nobody left uh, with anything on the table. Uh, all right, let's talk about this game here tonight. Obviously, uh, had some kind of ebbs and flows to it. Um, kind of different, you know, starts to different periods, but um, in the end, it, it it needed a full shootout. What did you make of what we saw here tonight? Yeah, it was just a little bit back and forth again. Slow start by the Calgary Flames. They kicked it into gear. I thought they dominated the second half of the first period. I thought they were the better team five on five during the second period. And then the third period was a bit of a toss up, a little bit of a stalemate. Maybe Calgary had a few of the better chances. They definitely outshot the Vancouver Canucks in the third, but yep. really had nothing to show for it. And one for four tonight on the power play for the Calgary Flames, and it comes off of a lucky break. And I, I just think overall the Calgary Flames power play wasn't, wasn't good enough tonight. And it, it could be something that can change the tide for them, yeah. you know, change momentum. And again, the, it was just kind of a weird feeling tonight. It had a lot of ups yeah. and downs this game. And it wasn't for lack of effort. I thought there was a lot of guys in the flames that were going, but just couldn't quite get it done in regulation. Yeah, and, and a couple of good looks. We even saw Blake Coleman kind of at the tail end of uh, regulation there with a pretty good look and a deflection. But uh, that seemed to be kind of the night that it was. Is, uh, we talk about the game. Let's discuss it as we see it. Uh, let's see what happens here uh, through this 60 minutes of regulation and then into overtime. Obviously, uh, no goals scored in third period or overtime, which is why we had to go to extras. But here's how it started for the Calgary Flames. Two quick goals just uh, before the two-minute mark. And this one comes just over a minute in and a nice redirect in front by Bo Horvath. Yeah, and he's been scoring lots of goals this year and he's a guy that goes to the gritty spots and really nice touch by him. Beautifully uh, placed, his 21st of the season and leads the Vancouver Canucks in that category and they weren't done. Just a few seconds later, this is uh, the next shift. Connor Garland finds a pretty good spot there up under the bar. Yeah, there was a little bit of blown coverage by both teams tonight on a few of these goals, and this is one where Calgary just too much time and space for Connor Garland, and that's a beauty shot. Not much Marks can do on either one of those first two goals. No, well-placed indeed, fifth of the season for Garland, but here is the power play, the one that they got on the man advantage and kind of sparked some life into the Calgary Flames. Michael Backlund right there in front to redirect that pass. Yeah, it was a uh, little broken play, but Good wherewithal there by Backlund being prepared in front for the little tip in and they'll take it and the Flames really started to roll after this. They got their feet underneath them. They started to dominate play and especially this line tonight, I thought that Kadri Dubé and Mangiapane, they looked really good again. Uh, nice little cycle knowing where each other are and Mangiapane is in here right in the high slot. Yeah, really well said and this is uh, kind of what this line did so well throughout the course of the night and Andrew Mangiapane is the beneficiary of that pass by 
Nazem Kadri and his sit, uh, seventh of the season actually ties it up at two. So now we move to the second period and it was the Flames that came out, got an opportunity on the power play, didn't score on it, but this was about 10 seconds after that power play had ended, Trevor Lewis scores. Yeah, and this is where I thought the Calgary Flames were really gonna take advantage. All of a sudden they've got a lead in this game. You're gonna have a little spark. You're gonna start to pull away from the Vancouver Canucks, but they actually did the opposite and they kind of went to sleep for a couple of shifts in their own end. They allow, I guess it's not an outnumbered rush here, but there's there's a miscommunication again, and you just can't give up golden opportunities like this, and that's one heck of a shot from Dries. Yeah, it sure was, and uh, that would make it a 3-3 game. Obviously, no scoring in the third, no scoring in overtime, the shootout, and uh, only the one goal, and it comes from Andre Kuzmenko. He had 13 goals this season. Shoot on one, so tally that, but uh, a big one for them. And then Michael Backlund had to score to keep it alive, and it's stopped by Spencer Martin. So that's where we'd uh, where we'd leave it. Four three, the final. Martin uh, turns aside all three shots he faces in the shootout, and uh, third consecutive game for the Calgary Flames that finishes with an overtime or a shootout loss. And I would imagine that as a player, those ones are the ones that sting a little bit, knowing you know it comes down to those moments, especially in a shootout. You know, it starts to get to that individual stuff. You'd like to have it end a little sooner, but when you feel like you've played some pretty good hockey in specific Toronto, Montreal, they've kind of talked about that. And then again tonight, you know, you feel like these are games that, you know, you should or could have won and uh, walk away with just the one point in all three. Yeah, I really like the efforts in the Toronto and Montreal game. I thought that the team was ultra competitive. Tonight, it came in spurts. I don't think it was consistent enough, and that might be the old adage, you know, sure. coming home first game after a road trip. Uh, Markstrom made some really great saves in the third period. Kind of got to give an honorable mention to a guy across the hallway there, Curtis Lazar. Sure. You know, ex-Flame, he seemed to be on, on everything tonight, and uh, Markstrom had to come up with some good saves on him. And then I was a little disappointed overtime in the shootout, you know, not a lot of quality chances for the Calgary Flames and gave up way too many quality chances for the Vancouver Canucks. They definitely took it to Calgary in that overtime. And, you know, you, you could even feel momentum swings in overtime that sometimes push, push their way into shootouts, even though it is just a skilled yeah. well, no part kidding. of the game. Yeah, absolutely. And this is kind of some of the work that you're referring to. I mean, Jacob Markstrom uh, made some absolutely 10-bell saves as this third period in overtime rolled along. Uh, you know, it didn't have to necessarily be busy throughout the course of the night, but as you kind of mentioned about the game, it kind of did come in spurts for him, and this was some of the work that he saw throughout the uh, final minutes of this hockey game. Yeah, and some of the, the opportunities that were given up were grade A, you know, breakaway late here in overtime, yep. and it's just, uh, just I think, a little bit of lack of urgency on the, on the part of the Flames, or, you know what, I was saying, Brennan, even if I was a player when there were five, was five on three, I wouldn't have been out there. So I probably should be the last one talking about it. But again, it's about managing your ice time. It's about taking the opportunities when they present itself. And Vancouver was way better in overtime. Well, it's such a possession game, right? I mean, everybody wants to have the puck and, and you got to pick your spots. And you know that if you take one of those chances, how quickly it can come back the other way. It's kind of interesting to watch how three on three has sort of evolved over, you know, since it's been instituted and how teams play it. And now it's like if the chance doesn't, you know, if it doesn't uh, look like a really good opportunity, you almost have to kind of peel it back and regroup and then come back in again. Yeah, it was getting real crazy there for a while, though, with the peel it back with the circle. I heard they were talking about maybe trying to modify some some of the rules or trying to just 
take that out of the game. Yeah, yeah. But it's I think it's I think it's in a nice spot as far as the overtime sure. we've seen for the most part yeah. this year. There isn't it's not as exaggerated as it had been there for a little bit. No, and, and sometimes it's a couple of the chances that end up leading to a little bit of back and forth because you end up chasing and make a big save, as we saw Marshall makes a couple, and then that leads to a couple of chances the other way. But, um, you know, obviously it's an interesting dynamic, three on three. We got uh, the coach standing by now, guys? All right, let's let's uh, let's hear from the coach, uh, Daryl Sutter, post game after this 4-3 uh, and a third consecutive extra time loss for the Calgary Flames here tonight. Big point for us. We had a little bad luck early. I thought we had a really good start. And scored a deflection goal and then a, a lost coverage goal quick, but I thought we, we were pretty resilient and battled back. Is that the message through this? I mean, I, I think in three games, through, you know, what? through these last three games, you, you, I think you're playing pretty good hockey. Yeah, you I think the, this whole month has clearly been our best month. I think we got points and what? Six of the eight games, so the difference is the difference maker, right? You get to the extra, uh, extra or late, you know, opportunities, whether it's power play or overtime or shootouts. That's where your best players got to be difference makers, for sure. In a situation like you described, where you make your start, but like you wonder what you're going to see next from your group. Or? No, I mean it was pretty clear. I, you know, we had game plan. The game plan was certainly supposed to stick to the game plan. Right? Uh, our guys, I thought they were good at. I think first goal is, I mean, our start was really good. You must have been very happy with Jacob Markstrom's performance tonight. Yeah, I thought he was, that's pretty resilient, right? So that's what he was. You worried all with your, your defensemen, the four of them being played this much? Well, we don't have a choice. We're putting guys in, two guys in situations that they're not normally played in, and they have to rise to the challenge. Very simple. I mean, they they got to give us some. Doesn't matter how many minutes, but they got to give you quality shifts. The, the, uh, I thought McKenzie came back in and did played really well. I thought Nolan Rouse really good. I think, I think uh, you know Z gets you know gets caught a little bit with tired out there, things like that, but. Overall, I can't complain about it. Does Trevor Lewis get enough credit in your mind for being <laughs> to this team? Well, it's a big goal again. You know, he's part of the penalty kill. And, you know, I've talked about that one lots. So it's a good player for us. Have you liked what you've been seeing from Kadri's line? They started the game the right way, and uh, all three of them got some spirit to them. All right, there's some uh, thoughts from head coach Daryl Sutter as we uh, bring you back into the postgame show brought to you by Original 16. And, um, you know, anything stand out there about uh, Coach Sutter? I mean, kind of echoed what we've been talking about a little bit, but um, he liked the start, though, too. Yeah, I mean, you can't really fault Markstrom for either of those goals, and they're, there's a little bit of lost coverage on the one, but they're yeah. they're solid plays, and they're solid goals. So And the rebound. And I just like the way that the Flames responded to those yeah. two goals. They just got after it. They got to work, which is the way you have to. The way you have to go about it, they didn't uh, didn't fall back, didn't kind of sit no. back and let Vancouver go. They actually picked it up after Just that. Just pushed, yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, obviously, it was a buck forty-eight in. You're down two nothing, so can't change that. And back, uh, handled it after that. Back to what Daryl's saying, though, with the defense pairings. Um, I I agree with his assessment. You had Rasmus Anderson, who was going over and above out there. He was yeah. involved offensively again tonight. 
uh, did a great job in his own, own end, him and Hannafin. I thought Zadorov and Uyghur were pretty rock solid as well. Um, let's look at a few clips yeah, tonight. You know, he's just he's trying to do it at both ends. And little things, right? Putting that puck on the net, small little plays, but they, they add up. And then we know he's a heck of a shooter. He's also turned into a heck of a playmaker. Finds Hannafin on the outside there for this chance. And you're probably not going to see on this highlight package but how many passes he intercepted of the Vancouver Canucks that were going to be exits and there are going to be chances heading the other direction and his anticipation tonight was was pretty uncanny. Well it was 31-30 uh, Monday night in Montreal obviously you, you know you lose Chris Tanev in that game I think you know Mackie had a fight at one point so some heavy minutes I think it was close to 26 minutes here tonight um, but just logging as you, you talked about kind of still you know fingerprints all over the game too and just um, how he's impacted the you know the back end for the Calgary Flames. Yeah, and then if we if we look to uh, you you uh, mentioned Connor Mackey who had the scrap the other night. Yeah, you know trying to make an impact, trying to solidify himself in this lineup as as maybe that sixth guy when there's a when there's a man down or as a seventh defenseman. Yeah, and it's just it's not an easy spot. The Flames are right in the middle of trying to grab as many points as they can. For sure, and. Uh, I thought they handled it pretty well tonight. Yeah, there was a little bit of missed coverage, but the minutes that him and Stone put in tonight were were pretty pretty good for the, yeah. their opportunity. Yeah, a couple. Of, I mean, I think they had a few in the third period too, and then we we noted at one point some physicality and trying to get in, get involved, standing guys up at the blue line and all, all that good stuff. Uh, all right, let's go inside the Calgary Flames locker room and uh, let's hear from our first uh, guest via players, and that is uh, goaltender Jacob Markstrom. You got to feel good about the way you. And the team bounce back after the early hole? Uh, yeah, obviously not ideal. You know, be down 2 nothing right away. And, you know, leaving the first period of the tight hockey game is, uh, you know, that was a great effort by us. And then, you know, we can't, unfortunately, uh, can't get the win. There's a couple games in a row where there have been uh, lots of things to like, but just haven't been able to get the win. Is it, does it make it more frustrating? Uh, no, it's as frustrating as a loss. It doesn't matter how it comes. It's you want to win and you play to win. And, uh, when you don't, it's uh, it's frustrating. Is it is it easier maybe to take things from these games where you played really well and kind of build them into the next challenge, or is it? No, it's a loss, and then you you go through it, and then you move on, and you you want to win. What did you see for the remainder of that first period that you talked about as you guys? Back in. Um, good. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, rel rel relentless forecheck, and uh, you know, obviously the uh, the second goal did a really good job by by Nass and get it in front of the net and quick shot and to to tie it up there. So, and then Mickey's power play goal was uh, was big for us as well. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, we we get the go ahead goal and then you know they score shortly after. This is one of those weird situations where you're on a point streak and a losing skid. Like, can you take positives from? Getting one at a time. Uh, I like two points. Okay, thanks very much, Marky. Thank you. Great, the last two Goal games. Jacob Markstrom, he's uh, been joining on us sure. on the post-game show, um, and uh, we'll hear from Dylan Dubé in just a moment. But uh, let's talk about that line because uh, you mentioned it right off the top in the highlight pack. Obviously, they were involved uh, kind of throughout the course of the night. But uh, you know that that was a line that was right. Right from the get-go here tonight, impactful and kind of all over the ice. What did you see from that trio of Kadri, Magic, oh, I think and Dubé? Dylan Dubé was driving this line tonight as well. I, I feel like his feet were moving right from the get-go, and he was using his speed in all different opportunities. Great puck pursuit, drove the net hard with the puck, and then again, 
just their, their cycling. They, they seem to know where each other are. They're getting more and more comfortable with each other. And you've got three pretty tenacious guys all on the same line that want it. So there should almost night in and night out be no lack of energy from this group. Yeah, no question about it. And, and you know, I think Dubé finishes with a pair of assists here tonight. And Andrew Manchapani has the, uh, the goal as well. Kadri helped set up that second goal, which was off the stick of Manchin. You can see sort of all over the course of the night and how many of those come through transition too and just that speed through the neutral zone that really started to create some havoc on the defensive side for Vancouver. Yeah, and they've got every one of those guys can skate. It's uh, added pressure on the defenseman, making them turn. Yeah. And then, you know, Dubé and Kadri can be very physical at times. Yeah, I know sure. Mange probably does it in a different way with scrapping around the net and sure. grinding and yeah. being relentless. But Hard to play against, yeah. Those guys can throw some body checks too. So it's... Uh, yeah, they've got they've got a couple added elements of surprise. Yeah, it's a nice combination they got going right now, and obviously that line was good again tonight. Let's hear from, uh, as you said, one of the guys driving that line here this evening. That's uh, Dylan Dubé, pair of assists this this evening. Uh, you like the way your team battled back after that early hole? Yeah, I think it was good. I think uh, it was good to tie the period after the first, but uh, just too many, too much back and forth tonight. It seems the last three games. Team's been playing good hockey, but only has half the points to show for it. How do you balance uh, the emotions of you know playing well but not getting the points you, you really want? Yeah, we we got to bear down. We we need these points. Uh, when you're, yeah, you're playing good in tight games, you got to find a way to win. That's um, what good, really good teams do, and we need to get get to that and, and bear down, and then we'll be good. So it feels more like a point loss than a point gain. Yeah, I think it's tough when you go. Uh, three in a row with uh, extra minutes and, and can't grab that extra point for sure. Is there a sense about your goalies? Sure. I, mean, I thought the way he battled back despite some bad luck early on. Yeah, he played great. He's played great the last two games. He's He's been on for sure. Um, yeah, like those, those goals that were scored tonight were really, really good hockey goals. So um, he's he played really well the last uh, last two games. Honestly, he kept us in the games. Can you sort of balance the fact that, like you said, you're in close games. You're, you know, you're inches from winning all of these, and yet you're not getting the result at the end. How do you sort of digest that part of it? Yeah, it's tough. It's uh, it's frustrating for sure. But um, you got to move on. We got we got to find a way to win periods when we need to and, and, and get a lead in the third period there so you don't have to go to those situations and um, you know make sure even just from the better start and there's ways to not get to overtime and shoot out. Were there stretches of this game like was there a specific point that you thought you guys were closer to the top of your game like that's what you need to replicate? Yeah for sure I think that uh, that was in the game for sure tonight then there is the exact opposite in the game tonight as well. So I think uh, just finding that consistency and um, playing that 60 minutes because we're playing hard. Um, guys are battling for sure. So it's uh, just to find those way, ways to win and this room will feel a lot better for sure. We know you guys have been really supportive of Mark Strom. I know a couple of games ago he was telling us that he sucked. I was just curious from your vantage point, what's it been like seeing him try to get his confidence back even if he hasn't gotten the results he wants? Yeah, no, I think we're, we're beating it to death here, to be honest. He's a great goalie. Everyone in this room knows how great of a goalie he is, especially what he's done in this league. So um, I don't really think there should be any questions about him anymore. He's a spectacular goalie, and he's kept us in the last two games.
I just can bear down on our opportunities and, and get some better looks for sure. Um, it's uh, it's, a, it's a tough league to score in for sure, and um, you know we're throwing a lot of shots at them, and it's getting kind of those second, third opportunities to bear down on is really, really important for our group right now. Hey, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well. Welcome back inside Flames Post Game Live. It is brought to you by Original 16, wrapping up a 4-3 uh, win for the Vancouver Canucks here tonight. It comes in the form of a shootout, a third straight game for the Calgary Flames that goes to extra time. And uh, they'll have one more game here on home ice before the Christmas break. We're already looking ahead to... Uh, Another road trip and eventually a Christmas break upcoming. But uh, just quickly as we kind of wrap things up here on the show tonight, but uh, you, you kind of heard what Dylan Dubé said there uh, to wrap up and stood out a little bit in terms of uh, putting putting an end to some comments. Yeah, I, I liked he's going to boot – or sorry, to bat. To boot. To bat <laughs> That's for very his, Canadian of yeah, you. For his, <laughs> he's going to boot. <laughs> for his teammate, right? Yeah. Uh, there's There shouldn't be a lot of questions. No, absolutely um, not. Yeah, I remember like Carey Price, if let use, use him for an example. Yeah. You know – there's times in his career where he wasn't unbelievable. And then everyone gets shocked. And, oh, my God, he's not himself. Yeah, yeah. But these are high-quality goaltenders that play in this league. Markstrom's one of them. Yeah. And everyone's going to have a little bit of a rough patch. And I just like seeing the fire in his eye again. Yeah. And it's been there the last two games. And you can't, can't have it for all 82 games in a season. And there's going to be ups and downs. And I think Dan Vladar's done a great job of stepping in. But this is going to be the guy that gets them there. Yeah. And... I, I like that what Dubé said. En enough's enough. Enough with the questions. Yeah. Let's just move on. Move on. Uh, he has been sensational for the Calgary Flames. Uh, all right, let's uh, park this one and look at uh, maybe just before we leave you. Uh, yeah, kind of that that idea of this has been a really good here the stretch of home games to kind of take advantage of that one last one you got here Friday night St. Louis Blues, um, and and knowing that you kind of have you know you're already at that 30 game mark now and and. You kind of want to start to see some of those results start to turn your way, and that's another thing that you know Dubé talked about, just trying to find ways to turn these one-goal games, which they've played a lot of. I think we just did the math. It's 18 one-goal games so far. Tonight was game number 30, so um, it's been a lot, a lot of tight games, but that, good for a group, I suppose, that you have that you know level of comfort. You've played in a lot of them. Yeah, and it's good if a lot of them have gone to overtime because yeah. that means you are grabbing those extra points. Sure. I mean, yeah. sure, everyone would like two out of here tonight, but – those one-pointers, are they're big. They add up at the end of the year. They're a lot better than zero. So yeah, yeah. Um, they're going to have a heck of a test in the St. Louis Blues. I know they've been playing a little better hockey as of late. And just always, they kind of play a big body style of hockey game. Yeah. And it'll be nice for the Flames to try to get two points before they head out on the road again because they've got some difficult opponents. Um down in the sunshine. So yeah. it's it's just it you don't really get a breather. Yeah, you no, can you, don't. you could maybe maybe look at Anaheim as the one that's out there, but everybody in this league, night in, night out, it's it's yeah, a grind. It doesn't exist anymore. No, uh that is for sure. Uh, a couple of games in San Jose, LA and uh, Anaheim to wrap up that road trip prior to the Christmas break and uh yeah, then we'll uh, then we'll turn the page. Keep it going. And then you'll blink and Christmas will be like, over too. That's right. So yeah, and it'll be that's 20, the way it is in the NHL. 2023 suddenly upon us. Uh, good stuff. We appreciate it. By the way, uh, Friday night is uh, Flames Foundation night as well. So uh, bring your toys. Uh, it is the uh, Calgary Flames alumni toy drive that night. 
as well. Look forward to seeing everybody here back at the Scotiabank Saddledome. As for tonight, 4-3 the final, a shootout victory for the Vancouver Canucks as the Flames then move on and host the St. Louis Blues to wrap up their pre-Christmas schedule here on Scotiabank Saddledome Ice. That's on Friday night. Thanks for watching Flames Post Game Live, brought to you by Original 16. We'll see you right back here at the Scotiabank Saddledome on Friday.